ever wonder why someone is unnecessarily angry? Seemingly looking angry at the world, breaking things, doesn't want to have anything to do with anyone. Or maybe you just know someone who's constantly afraid. Or someone who just tells you, I hear voices all of the time. I hear someone calling my name. I hear someone saying this or saying that. Or maybe it's someone who doesn't want to have anything to do with her babies. Or someone who sees something and screams out aloud, even when nothing is really happening. Or at the sound of an explosion, they're jittery, they're shaking. Hi, welcome to you and your mental health podcast. It's your girl, Uyi, and I'm happy to have you at the other end of today's podcast. I just want to say thank you for joining in again. I appreciate you for the first episode, for the thriller, for listening to my thriller and all of that. Um, On today's episode, like I promised in our last episode, I'm going to be talking about the warning signs and the risk factors of mental illness. A lot of people go through things that we do not understand. Sometimes you see some people saying that I hear someone calling my name, I hear someone mention my name here, I see this or I see that. And sometimes we just look and we say, oh, this person must be an Ogbanji, this person must be in a cult, something must be wrong somewhere. Now that's not to say that these things don't happen. Of course they do happen. We're an African society, yeah? These things are very common. But at the same time, we must also remember that there is also mental illness related to some of these things. So that is why today I'm going to be talking about warning signs and risk factors for mental illness. What should I look out for? What are the things I should see that should make me think, ah, it's possible that this person is mentally ill? Those are some of the things we're going to be talking about today on this episode of You and Your Mental Health Podcast. So... Um, before I jump right in, I was I was watching um, a clip of a woman who killed her twin babies. The woman looked so disoriented, disconnected from what was happening around her. She didn't she didn't seem like she cared that these children were dead. Now that brings me to what I talked about last week: postnatal depression. There are women like this who are out there thinking of numerous ways to even harm themselves not just the babies so there's need to identify some of these people and what they're going through because early identification is the key to saving them or saving others around them what are these signs what are these risk factors that we can look out for where a person is concerned regarding mental illness now there's there's a difficulty in detecting those who are mentally ill because there's no test that shows that okay This person is mentally ill. As with physical illness, you could walk into a hospital, get a physical examination, get a blood test, get a urine test, just to know the kind of ailments you have, which will eventually lead to a diagnosis and, you know, treatment. But with mental illness, it's it's a bit difficult. It's kind of different because you have to do a constant evaluation. You have to do it based off you know, a chart you have for mental illness. It is different telling the difference between what a person's expected behavior is and what is mental Ill, um, illness symptoms for a person. There's no easy test that can let you know. So it's just going to be um, typical, mapping out their typical behaviors when it becomes too much or too little. These are some of the things that you can do. To be able to tell if a person is actually having a mental health problem. You must also understand that every mental illness has its own symptoms. 
Yes, every illness is distinct. For example, someone who has bipolar disorder may have similar symptoms to someone who has OCD, but they are not the same. They could just have similarities in symptoms, but they always have distinct symptoms. So for today's um, episode, we're just going to be talking about those common signs that you can look out for. Maybe you've seen a relative, you've seen your friend that could make you say, ah, my dear friend, you need to talk to someone, you need to get help. That's the essence of this podcast, for us to be able to identify those little, little warning signs. That's why they are called warning signs. It's not necessarily symptoms of mental illness, but just a sign. You know someone who is always getting angry. Even things that shouldn't annoy a person, they get extremely angry about it. These are some of the things that you should look out for. Now, what are these signs? Excessive fear. A person could be unnecessarily afraid. Let's say you're just going, these things happen. It happens to people on a daily basis. I remember there was an instance where, while I was in Joss, that was around 2011 or thereabouts, the crisis then. It was hard for me to, to, to actually um, not be jittery when I hear a tire explosion because of the, the Gadabu bomb, Christmas bombing. It was almost as if it registered in my subconscious for a long time. So every time I heard that loud sound, I would always get scared that, ah, what's happening? Is there an explosion? Something has gone wrong again. Now, this is what happens to people over time, continuously, and it could become a mental health problem. So excessive fear is a sign, a warning sign to look out for. Excessive sadness, they are never happy. No matter what you do, they are not going to be happy. They are always sad. It's always as if the whole world is against them. Nobody loves them. Nobody wants to be with them. Another one is confused thinking. You know, they have problem concentrating and they don't even want to learn. Now, with adults, you find out that some of them, it could just be that maybe they're having relationship problems, they're having money problems, so their concentration is not top-notch. Their error rate at work begins to be very high. They commit a lot of errors and not even realize it. Then for adolescents in school, they are failing at their exams, their tests, they're not paying attention to what's being said or done in the classroom. Extreme mood changes, mood swing. One moment they are happy, the next they are angry, they are fighting, tearing down things. You know, that's those are things that you need to look out for. Um, withdrawal sim- sim- symptoms. Some of them do not want to have anything to do with anybody. They are always indoors. They don't want to have any kind of social relationship with anyone. They don't want to attend social gatherings. They just want to cut off from the society completely. Difficulties understanding or relating with others. Changes in sleeping pattern. Insomnia. Maybe lack of sleep. There's nothing you do. They can't just find sleep. No matter all of those treatments you try to give them to sleep, they always have it difficult. They can sleep maybe for a few hours and then after some hours they are up awake and they can't sleep again of course we all know that for every adult you should have at least six to seven hours of sleep now if you are getting less than two hours of sleep then there's a problem it's a warning sign i remember back in my secondary school days i used to be a midnight reader i would read from midnight to early hours and then it altered my sleeping pattern so i was more or less like a night bird i would stay up awake all night 
just reading go to school i'll come back so it's about days on end i would sleep you know but as as time went by i started working you know and i thought this thing would change but i discovered it would happen once in a while i decided to you know look out for myself and wondered why is this things happening and i discovered that stress is also a part of it now the thing with insomnia is if it continues before you know it you begin to start having you know some kind of depression because it's affecting your mental capabilities difficulty understanding and relating with people okay i already talked about that change in eating habits you find people are bulimic they are emotionally eating they are angry they eat somebody upsets them they eat they just get unnecessarily hungry and then some of them withdraw from food they have no appetite at all these changes in eating habit needs to be checked to avoid um, a person becoming mentally ill change in a person's sex drive a person could become overly involved in sex wanting sex all of the time seven days a week four times a day if the person is not the kind of person that usually wants sex and then suddenly they are doing these things, you should ask what's triggering this thing, why are they behaving like this, why are they acting like this. And then maybe the person is the opposite. The person likes sex and so all of a sudden doesn't want to have anything to do with you, doesn't want to have anything to do with sex. You should ask questions. What's triggering this person? Why is this person acting this way? It could be an underlying mental health condition. Then difficulty perceiving reality. They are, in fact, they have lost touch with reality. They don't see things as they are. They see things that are non-existent. They constantly think that somebody is after them. They are always worried. They are delusional. They are hallucinating. They see people that are not even existent. They are having suicidal thoughts. Constantly having suicidal thoughts. Thinking, okay, if I kill myself, problem will end. You know, this is very common. In 2018, we, have a, we had a wave of suicide young men and women taking their lives some for very very flimsy things such as okay maybe a broken relationship and then they take poisonous substance to end their lives that's not the solution so you need to look out for people are they having suicidal thoughts what's triggering these thoughts in their mind it could be depression anxiety something that could lead to it then intense fear over the change in appearance some people are very conscious of their bodies and changes that happen even with new moms some new moms are so conscious that they don't want i remember some years ago this is this was an interesting story i remember some years ago i met a lady who was newly married and she was about to have a baby and she told me she said she was not going to breastfeed that child and then you know as a young girl then i i i found it funny but one thing i could take away from that discussion then was that she said she didn't want her body to change because she had believed that if she breastfeeds her baby she's going to have saggy boobs they're not going to be as perky as they used to be you know but she might not know that okay that is probably triggered by an underlying condition of this you know wanting to appear a certain way so these are some of the things that you can look out for in adults and adolescents when it comes to mental health warning signs then for children children aren't left out okay but children aren't um, good with their thought patterns telling you exactly what they feel what they see and what they perceive there's always cascades and reflects in their behavior the most obvious way to know that a child is suffering from mental health problems is watching their behavior a child could become you know um, extremely 
um, badly behaved. They are rebellious, they are aggressive, they bully others. Some of the symptoms that you would see in these children include changes in school performance. Maybe a person was an athlete, a great athlete, always coming first, was good academically, and then all of a sudden, nothing matters. He's failing all round, academically, failing sports-wise, you know, other things. Just, he doesn't care, she doesn't care. Then, excessive worry and anxiety. Child is constantly crying, doesn't want to go to school, throwing tantrums. The moment he hears schools, she's crying, he's crying, they don't want to go when you mention bed, they don't want to go to sleep. You need to check. Is the child having dreams? Is the child being bullied in school? What's happening? Is it a mental problem? These are things you need to look out for. Then, um, hyperactive behavior, breaking things in the in the house. You tell them, don't do this, to go ahead and do it. Um, disobedience. Aggression. These are some of the things that a parent can look out for in their children when it comes to mental health issues understanding and knowing the warning signs can help you know if you or even a person close to you needs to get help and when the person can get help help now we're going to talk about the risk factors what are these risk factors what is a risk factor now a risk factor is something that exposes you or increases your chances of becoming mentally ill the last time we talked about um some of the things that could cause mental health issues and there was this um, brain chemistry genetics and all of that so yes a history of mental health in a blood relative is also a sign is a risk factor that a person could become mentally ill in future stressful life situations maybe financial problems relationship problems not getting a job or not getting a promotion some of the stressful life events could alter a person's psychological well-being and also lead to mental illness it could even be that a person is going through a divorce a separation then an ongoing medical condition you know such chronic conditions like diabetes could you know take its toll on a person's mental well-being brain damage as a result of serious injury to a person a person was involved in an accident and had trauma to the head that could also put the person at risk for a mental health problem then traumatic experiences like this ones are experienced mostly by those fighting wars and all of that it could even happen to someone maybe someone was innocently accused of a crime and thrown into prison and the person has to go through some kind of torture and many and some other things just to during their time there so this could trigger mental illness now talking about these traumatic experiences we've had instances in um, nigeria where a soldier comes back from the northeast after fighting boko haram for years seemingly looking okay only to come to the barracks commit suicide that's after killing maybe his wife and child or killing some other colleague if these people get mental evaluation you can catch these illnesses on time some of these people come out suffering ptsd which is a very serious matter some of them have ptsd and don't even know what to do so it reacts and cascades to suicide shootings and all of that an unfortunate incident i also read sometime this this morning where a soldier killed his superior officer and some of the underlying cause that was written there was depression some of these men are in the war zone day in day out they've been there for years 
this will definitely take its toll on their mental health so that needs to be checked people who have had mental um traumatic experiences need to get mental health evaluation to help them then the use of alcohol and drug could also put you at risk people who who, who depend on alcohol who depend on drugs to do things could get mentally ill in such a way that when they don't take alcohol or take drugs they will not perform properly then a childhood history of abuse or neglect maybe a child was raped molested as a child those could have effect on a person's mental health over time i remember a story of a young woman who was abused by a loved one as a child and it cascaded in her attitude towards men for a very long time eventually she was able to get help and admit that yes she had you know cases of ptsd and all of that thankfully she sought help and she's now doing well married with kids so when you catch these things early enough you are able to get them help before they inflict harm on, on themselves or even on those that they actually love like we said in our last episode mental illness is a very common problem even in our country one in five adults has at least one form of mental illness the effects of mental illness can be temporary and it can be long-lasting if a person does not get help on time if a person doesn't get help on time it could be long-lasting and devastating to a person and even their loved one a mental illness is also a leading cause of disability now disability doesn't necessarily mean you're blind deaf or you've lost a limb or something some time ago a report surfaced online where it was said that where you cannot find a partner a sex partner or maybe even a spouse you are disabled so in this instance where you cannot perform optimally you might be mentally um, disabled so these are some of the things untreated mental illness can cause severe emotional behavioral and physical health problem so now that you know some of the signs the ball is also in your court to be able to identify some of these things in our society, in your family, relationship, friends, colleague, place of work. Identify some of these things and then talk to these people and see how they can get help. This is where I'm going to draw the curtain on today's episode of you and your mental health. In our next episode, we're going to be talking about anxiety, anxiety disorder. That's what we're going to be discussing on our next topic. So, until I come your way again next week, please do not forget to subscribe to this podcast. You can reach out to me on Uyi Jenny Eberhorn on Facebook. You can reach out to me on Instagram at Uyi Edwards. You can reach out to me even on Twitter at Uyi Apparel. Or send me an email at uyi'sblog at gmail.com. As always, I'll be there to take your messages to read your suggestions and your comments. Please feel free to make suggestions on how we can improve the program, suggestions on topics we should talk about. I remain your wonderful host, Uyi. I love you and God bless. Bye for now.